Hello audience, my name is Isaac Gutierrez, and we at Botic Logs welcome you to another side quest. This time, with Darren Cave as Zorg, and Samantha as Colton. I don't really have much of an intro for them, because this was kind of an improv last minute session, so we hope you enjoy the Aladdin Escapades. Okay, so today's session is, because it's kind of last minute, I have prepared nothing for this. I came up with this idea half awake, presented it to Aizen, and then realized, oh fuck, I didn't write anything for this, that was just an idea. So, this entire session, you guys are going to see how well I improv. Now, great. excuse me. So, we're going to start with your guys' characters. You guys are going to tell me both of your guys' characters, explain a little bit of your background, what might be send you out on an adventure, what propels you, etc. The main kind of idea that's what's going to be occurring uh, is you guys are, you know, because you're level 7, you guys are higher level adventurers. You guys have been through the shit a bit. You've been through the ringer. You know how you know people fuck over adventurers. You don't join no guilds. You don't need no guilds. You're on your own. So Lavender Storm hasn't even touched this shit. You guys are somewhere in the north of my cap uh, of my continent, just doing your own thing, adventuring, living your life. And you guys heard of a local treasure, um, maybe as a duo, the Paladin Rogue. That's a very interesting one, you know, one who is known for stealing, the other one who's known for more lawful. And the idea of you guys working together is very interesting to me, because I think that would be very cool. Especially for this one, where it's a treasure that's nearby, and when you guys heard from the villagers and were asking questions, they kept bringing up a curse that you guys shouldn't go in. Now, Sam, you're kind of like, yeah, fuck a curse. Treasure is treasure. And we've gone through this shit before. We can we could just pay a cleric to break a uh, curse. Um, and of course, it's a paladin, Aizen. You would know that. You're like, yeah, yeah you know what? We pay you know, clerics to break curses all the time. So you guys heard of this cave, uh, an old, rich family. They uh, called the Califrax. They were known for war. They, before King Silver Lining, really like took and united all the lands. Before the continent was where it was, the Cataphracts were one of the biggest mercenary families and they bred themselves to be mercenaries for the rest of the armies of the world. They made money, but once the peace came, they kind of went broke because no one was wanting to really pay for mercenaries. And even though they could get like merc, merc jobs, their lavish lifestyle kind of started to catch up with them. So they kind of broke up, separated everywhere. And lots of them setting up their own little vaults where they would have their, 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 their cut of the family wealth, not wanting to have lost it. And running away during the times where the family was in trouble, they all locked them up in various vaults across the county. And you guys have finally heard of one deep in a cave of Raven's Rock Mountain. Uh, a mountain known to be like, not a volcano, but obsidian still appears on it for some reason. You, they think that there might be heat within it, but they're not sure where it comes from. All you know is that uh, you can see it maybe a few miles out from your camping grounds, just outside the town. And as... There's no smoke coming from it, but the area around it, almost like miles around that mountain, is 
not painfully warmer, but noticeably warmer. Like maybe a few degrees. But all you know is that inside a cave, about a mile down, you're like 99% sure is one of the vaults of the cataphract. Something that would make even your level of adventurers salivate with wealth. Now please, starting with Aizen, as you sit around the campfire, looking around the area, explain why you're here, what you're feeling, what you're really truly thinking, kind of the uh, the, the mindset of who you are. Alright, so Zorg High Ever. I'm a half-orc paladin. I hail from a local clergy of Paylor. So Obviously, my mother was raped by White Spirit taking care of us. My mother didn't have to do much. I grew up looking at Paylor, seeing him as this god of good who's providing, protecting for us. So Paylor has been what I've been all about. So I've been growing up, I've been performing my acolyte duties, and it's gotten to a point where I'm physically going out to go and eradicate evil. Anything that is not good for the land. I'm going out fighting just to give back to Paylor for all that he's done for us. I like Providing to imagine when you met uh, Sam's character, you were about to wholly smite them back to the Nine Hells. And for just a minute beforehand, like, Paylor's voice is like, wait, 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 hold on. They may not be holy, but they could be useful. Definitely, I, I like that. That that's that's going in the background. So he's done a lot of things. He's fought a lot of heretics. He's actually he's one of the main crusaders of Pelor who's gone out to fought to fight the acolytes of Bane, the Lord of Evil and Murder. So he's been going around stomping out heretics. He's actually had to fight a few of the clerics and paladins of Pelor who've turned they've completely discarded the god so he's been through betrayal he's been through the downsides now he's just going around protecting the innocent i like it i like it sam how about yourself Alright, now bear with me, because I am notorious for bad introductions. I, uh, my character is Colton Bloodward. I uh, grew up on the streets with my uh, sister, who is a goblin, uh, Sweet. So we stole f to make a living from various wealthy merchants. We sabotaged and took over various caravans trying to get what we could to survive uh as i um as i grew up uh i developed far better skills for thievery than i'd like to admit uh so it became so what came to be like for survival became i would say a habit a nasty habit to where I just have to. It's a compulsion to where I need to now. So it's not even just like a career. It is like strictly a habit. Right. I, it's, yeah, pretty much. And it's basically like I see something shiny. I'm like, I need it. I would need you, it now. Do I need? Would you say it's almost like habitual thinking that every time you see a shiny, you're trying to like 
help your sister or yourself? Pretty much. It's like, I can use that for my sister. And it's like, but would she need it? It's like, no, but do I need it? Possibly. I could use it in the future. Stuff like that. Um, What is it? Sorry about that. <laughs> So right now, uh, so I've been out and about, like, I've taken some contracts to where, from people who wanted things stolen for them. And I've made my way out into the world, uh, farther and farther away from my sister. Uh, I've made my way out into the world on several adventures, taking a few cuts every now and then. Uh, both from wealth and from monsters and all the other things out how, um, how would you say, because I like to imagine you somehow instigated it, how did you run into Zorg? Uh, this is quite embarrassing. I tried to pick his pocket, and I failed because I dropped my items on the ground. There was a cut, there was like a hole in my bag, and as soon as I went to go and pick his pocket, everywhere, just you could just hear like the clang of it all and like my bag just ripped so in my head how i see it and i hope it's okay that i describe it this way is zorg you're like at a general store like how can i how can i obliterate heretics and evil things more efficiently maybe if i maybe if i bless a like a a climbing spike i can pierce them to the wall now, something like that right and yes. Behind you, Sam, you're like browsing as well. I'm like, hmm, maybe I could use a grappling hook to help me get into a castle better. I don't know. And you guys are like both kind of benefiting the, the, the cost. And when Sam, you turn around, oh, excuse me. And as you're like weighing the cost, Sam, you see a very heavy coin purse on this man. And as you see his coin purse, you start to lean over. And as you lean over, uh, that grappling hook you're looking at gets caught on your hole. And start slowly ripping it open across your backpack. And so as you're leaning over, trying to be like, do, 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 hopefully you won't notice. Zorg, you just hear cling as a crowbar falls out. Cling as like a bag of fucking like, um, <laughs> of those uh, little spikes come out. Cling, a fucking lamp falls out. You just turn around, see her like hand full fisting your fucking coin pouch. And that's when you grab her, like pin her to the wall. You're about to just send her to nine hells when Paylor's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. She seems like she might be useful, or he might be useful. Yes, no, that seems like a great way to meet. Like, this is awkward, but you had a bug on your pouch. I just look towards the heavens and I'm like, Paylor, are you sure about this? Yeah. And then just letting her go, like, well, letting him go, and like, it's fine. I think the bug is gone. It's like, ah, yes. Uh, thank you. I apologize for the misunderstanding. Let me just gather my belongings and slowly just... And then he just takes off running. They're gonna go by! It's like... I just imagine you do that and you trip over a crowbar. Just flip, flip. <laughs> It's like, oh. The same shit you're supposed oh. to pick up. <laughs> And then I just sort of lean down, pick up a crowbar that she just tripped over, and I think you forgot this. 
like, oh, it's, it's, it's not mine. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah. not mine. <laughs> this kid kind of comes <laughs> over. But, but sir, it came out of your backpack. It's like, damn it. This little, like, fucking, like, gnomish child who's not even a foot tall. He looks like a fucking, like a, like a baby. Hey, sure, I think that was yours. Make sure. <laughs> Sorry, I was, like, listening to you guys, and suddenly, when I said, hell yeah, sure, my phone was, like, serious, like, sir, hello, I am here. And I'm like, what? No. Like, me? You That's want me now? Bad Siri. So, we cut forward in time. You guys are at the campfire and looking at the Obsidian Mountain. I don't, we'll like fill in via story or chit chat, whatever. What's happened between then and now, whatever it be, you guys go on the quests, whether it be you guys gained a level, whatever. But you guys did start to hear about the Cataphract Fortune and Sam being a thief and Zorg wanting to maybe, maybe be persuaded that he could donate it to like the Church of Paylor. Yes. You guys started looking. As you sit around the campfire, before we go to the next day and you head into the cavern, anything like to say to each other? Any plans? Any, uh, I don't know, like, strategies you want to go over with each other? I think the, the general strategy when going into unknown places is squishy in the back. Squishy in the back sounds like a plan take all the hits for me including all the traps no we'll see about the traps you're pretty you're supposed to be pretty good with this arming them thief i just imagine zorg just picking it up and just throwing them straight into the room yeah <laughs> like, go i choose you colton go you're just just throwing you straight past everything and then the traps trigger behind you you're just standing there safe zorg never truly gets a party he gets a Pokemon party. He just picks up Colton. Colton, I choose you. Disarm trap. There's another guy. Oh no, I need another fighter. Michael, I choose you. Picks up full plate human. Tosses him. You're gonna have to run that one day. <laughs> just Pokemon, but with NPCs. Exactly. That would be funny. Hey. You can ask Sam. I've done shit like that before. The Wormling campaign where there were dragon wormlings. Um, I had one with my brother and my my buddy John where I gave them the monster manual and told them to pick out a certain challenge rating. And then they were the monsters in the dungeon trying to kill the adventures. That's pretty cool. Uh, that that seems interesting. I'd, I'd enjoy that as well. Yeah, it was fun. They would have to like build up their dungeon. Each time they would kill a party, they would get like so many rooms to place and... Uh, a, a certain amount of CR to add, so like they like pick a gelatinous cube or maybe thirteen goblins, shit like that. Cool. Yeah, I loved it. It was fun, and so I, I definitely will do a Pokemon. Yeah, I, I'm not even kidding you. It's right here on my notepad. <laughs> Greg, Greg is evolving from level two fighter to a subclass fighter at level three. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways <laughs> Colton you will be thrown into a, a room and yes you will somehow tr trigger all the traps and be just fine I like to imagine that is how you do your, your trap like uh, disarming is that you kind of Mr. Bean your way through it 
like, oh man, I'm just gonna avoid all traps, and it's like accidentally steps on the first trap. <laughs> I'm gonna disarm all these traps. Steps on trap, ducks down to look at what he just stepped on. Dart goes over his head, that kind of shit. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So the date comes, and the campfires put out because everyone, no one wants to piss off the were bear, Yogi Bear, who watches over the force and doesn't. And everyone who puts out doesn't put out a campfire. No one wants to piss off that lawful good bear. And as you guys start walking to the mountain. <laughs> oh my god, that's a new NPC I have to make, Yogi Bear. <laughs> the paladin of the forest. Oh my god. Hey, boo boo, you better put out that fire. <laughs> boo boo boo, my cleric, I need healing. <laughs> <laughs> The way start. this is going, we're just gonna keep creating new campaigns today. Just <laughs> constantly. So as you guys approach the mountain, it gets warmer and warmer. But suddenly, as you guys get to the face of the cavern, it feels not unbearable, but like you're in a sauna. You start to sweat profusely. You have to take drinks of your watering skin as you stand outside of it. This tall mountain, you look at it, and it's just like a normal mountain with large spikes of obsidian coming out. And you see several boulders of obsidian kind of hanging loosely amongst the rubble. Would you like to step inside? I think I would like to check if there's anything around us that can, maybe there's an enemy or something close by hidden. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check. Thirteen. From both of us? Uh, sure. If you want to look as well, Colton, you can. Yeah. Uh, four plus seven, eleven. Uh, so, you look around. I'll say, they don't look like they're actually really paying attention to even you guys. You just see all the way in the top towards the mountain, you just see like what looks like a giant orange salamander, or a few of them, like hanging loosely from the bottom of the obsidian. It looks like they're just like napping. Hmm. You ready to go in, Colton? I am. Let's hopefully tread carefully and not find anything that will kill us, but that's unlikely. Indeed. And the strangest thing occurs as you step inside. The moment you pass into the cavern, it's cold. Like, cool. Immediately, the heat kind of starts to wear off. It feels like you just entered an AC room. This is very strange. Outside, it was sweltering, and now it's... It's like we've been cooled down immediately upon entry. There may be a system inside that acts as a coolant. <laughs> you just see... Later on, an entire room of goblins who constantly just fan into a tornado. <laughs> tornado fan, let's go. Oh my god, I will have to put that into like some evil villain's like manner someday. But um, as you guys look around, you do see just, it's just a cavern. And it goes, stretches on for maybe, I don't know. It's definitely beyond your, your dark vision. It gets darker and darker, a good few hundred feet. But even just a few steps in and casually like walking forward... You guys start to see it, the incline go down and down and down, further and further. Uh, 
after a bit though, you guys do notice some symbols on the wall. And I will say they are hard to miss. As you're in like a, similar to the outside, the aesthetic of the outside. It's like normal cavern walls, but with obsidian like blotches all around. But this time when you touch the obsidian, it's cold. And like almost like sanded down smoothly. And as you look around, um, eventually the symbols start appearing on the obsidian. Little etches of like, almost like little elemental signs. Can I try and like, look at, not look, can I look closer at the, uh, the symbols and see if I can make any sense of it? Absolutely. Go to give me a investigation check. Ooh. Let's see. Five. All right. Uh, five, five, five. You could barely remember that it's an air symbol. That it's of the symbols of the elemental realm. This may be an air one, but to you, it could also maybe look like a stone one. Like a terror. So you're a little confused, but you think it could be one of those two. Okay, okay. How about you, Zor? Anything that you would like to do with the uh, the symbols? With the symbols themselves, no. I just... I don't know whether it would be a perception or an insight check just to sort of the general vicinity of where we are. If we can get a feel for... Like a vibe check? Yeah, basically a vibe check. Here, give me an insight check on the cavern. <laughs> Yo, Mountain, what's your vibe like? <laughs> well, I hope uh, I... Answers like it's like it's spell. 22... I'm definitely going to say it does not pass the vibe check. It, While you did, it did not. You, 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 you look around and you start to see more and more of these symbols. And it looks like even the walls of the cavern are starting to be more shaped and like carved out more and more. And you're like, something seems unnatural about what we're going into. Maybe not like a horrible vibe, but it's definitely not like a good vibe. This seems like it's either of an unknown nature, or if it's not an unknown nature, perhaps an elemental nature. I haven't seen any elementals in a while. Any magic involved? Maybe magic. Possibly. Depending on if this may be fae, which I doubt, but we'll have to see. I think the only way to find out will be to continue on. Very well. And if you like that video and like to see more content, please drop a like and subscribe to Wolf of 28 or give us a follow and a rating on both Spotify and iTunes as Bardic Logs. Thank you very much, and we hope to see you next time.